With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Get as quick as I can. When I was about seven years old, I got my first Kiss and Alice Cooper records within about a week of each other. That's and, awesome. Yeah, that's just, you know, seven years old, I was like, okay, these are my superheroes now. Like, that <laughs> That was it. It was, uh, I was either going to get, you know, a dinosaur farm or... Uh, play rock and roll so that was that sent me on the path and that's awesome. kind of haven't stopped really since darren michael boyd with us today he joins us here on our big broadcast so so why is the um why is the album entitled last scene in canada well uh i mean it sounds kind of um catchy but really it's kind of a pandemic thing, really, because people kept saying when I put out the last album before that, I put out three in three years, and people were saying, well, are you planning to tour, get out and play shows? And I was like, well, <laughs> last time I played was, you know, in Canada, one place, and then, you know, the, the you know whole pandemic thing happened, and so there wasn't going to be any touring or anything like that, and... Yeah, so last scene in Canada. It's funny, I have a shirt from the last album with a bunch of uh, a tour, of canceled tour dates. That's <laughs> awesome. Kind of, That's yeah. great. So last scene yeah, in Canada. It is uh, our great guest with us today. Uh, Darren Michael Boyd is with us. So... Um, who are some of your musical heroes and inspiration? You know, that never stops, right? When when I was a kid, like I said, Alice Cooper and, and Kiss and, and then Queen and, you know, Meatloaf and Prince. And it just, get, you know, kind of keeps going through, you know, cycling. Even today, even now, I'm finding new artists that, uh, I don't know if it, it's weird. Is it in, influence or inspiration? You know, I, I see artists that make me go, man, I love this. And then it gets me excited to keep creating um and and performing so i i don't know it influences i'm not even sure but definitely there's inspiration everywhere there's so many great artists and and you know there's all these always the people that say oh there's never been anything new that's any good past like whatever pick whatever generation right uh you know Elvis or something, and it's like, nah, there's great music all the time. You might not always hear it, but it's there. There's always musicians putting out really cool stuff. Well, I will have to say that uh, what you've got is fantastic. So, um, oh, what's you. been some of the reviews that you've gotten on your music and everything so far? Well, at first, I was really hesitant to even go the instrumental route. It's a long story, but, you know, basically I had a car accident and kind of knocked me out of commission for a couple of years and dealing with all kinds of uh, stuff. And um, I, I, my other bands, like, were kind of on hiatus because of that. So I just started doing this uh, on my own because I just have this non-negotiable need to create, right? I'm going to do something. 
and and then the response was really good and somewhere along the way it turned into a legitimate project <laughs> and I didn't really know I was like I don't know I don't want to be out there trying to do an instrumental thing and be compared to the likes of Steve Vai or John Five or something like that but most people seem to get it they know where where I land when they hear it they don't question it and go well it doesn't sound like Joe Satriani you know they know it's not supposed to it's my thing so yeah I've been really happy about that that's awesome Darren Michael Boyd is with us today he has toured and recorded with various artists including Black Juju Creeping Beauty Famous Underground featuring of course the Juno award-winning vocalist Nick Walsh tell us about some of the other people that you've worked with those are the, the main bands that I, I guess of any note. Um, I've had a couple of, you know, near brushes. I had uh, was offered an audition twice um, for Fifi Dobson, which is really cool. She's doing great things right now. Um, and, yeah, and some people I don't know in the U.S. may or may not know who she is, but she's written songs for some of your huge pop artists that you may not know that she wrote those songs. So she's a platinum selling artist here in Canada. Um, yeah. So that was cool. I, it didn't happen. Didn't work out. Um, but it was nice to be thought of. <laughs> and, and definitely a, a <laughs> good experience. Awesome. Well, you know, and, it, and also in all fairness, going into that, I'd never experienced that kind of audition. I've always just sort of started my own bands and stuff. So to go in, not really knowing what you're supposed to do, uh, was a really good learning experience, and, and it was a lot of fun. So, We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast. And uh, Darren Michael Boyd is with us. So uh, putting this album out, what was, the, uh, what was the, the creative process for this? Well, I would say it's kind of been the same all along, except for this one. Um, I think each time it, I get a little bit more comfortable. I don't know if that's the word to use, but um, I put more focus on, on the guitar this time and more just like the songs are not, um, they're not easy, but they're not, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Like progressive. You know, there's, there's no 11 minute songs or anything. This is all pretty punchy stuff that doesn't, get more than three minutes usually um but creatively speaking it's just uh just an ongoing you know constant every time i pick up my guitar i'm like i have to have my little voice memo recorder with me because i'm like oh that's a cool idea sometimes it turns out it isn't but (laughs) it's better to record it just in case it is um and same thing with song titles and and that i'm always thinking of stuff and like just entering it into my phone so that's the one one good thing about technology we have got a great guest with us today. Darren Michael Boyd is with us here in our broadcast. So um, besides this this new collection of music, what else do you have going on out there? Uh, well, I have a couple new music videos. Um, one from the album called Solitary Green Witch, and I think I put that out. I say I think because, you know, <laughs> a lot of things to keep track of, but a couple months ago, so it's fairly new. And then just about three weeks ago, I put a new video to an older song. I put a a video for a song called Ghost Notes. 
and that's off of the previous album. But I, you know, who's going to stop me, right? I'm like, I want to put out a video for an old older song, so I did. Um, so yeah, definitely anybody who uh, is interested in some kind of uh, creepy, weird things, check out my YouTube channel for sure. That's awesome. That's awesome. We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our big broadcast, Coast to Coast and Border to Border on iHeartRadio and also The Mix on Tuesdays, 990 WBOB as well and uh, also AMFM247.com. So we are going to play some of your music right now, my friend. Um, cool. You have got some really cool stuff out there. Um what what exactly what what is the best ways for people to support your music and buy your music and everything? Uh, well, you can certainly go on my website, which is just darrenboyd.com, and if you you type in Darren Michael Boy, you'll find me. And it, if you don't go on my website, you can find the links to wherever I'm active on socials. Um, but everything is is there on my website for sure. And again, like every everywhere, YouTube. Instagram, the usual. That's awesome. Well, we are going to go to Solitary Green Witch. Tell me a little bit about this track, and then we're going to play it. Ah, uh, well, that's kind of a yeah. It's it's a little bit spiritual in a in an odd way, but it also it just has some really cool chords and melodies. I don't know what else to tell you. It's um, got some some eerie sadness to it. I I really like that one. Awesome. Well, we're going to put Darren Michael Boyd on a brief hold. We're going to play Solitary Green Witch. When we come back, we're going to keep chatting with him here on AMFM247.com.
That is called Last Seen in... It's off It's off the album Last Seen in Canada, Solitary Green Witch. It is Darren Michael Boyd, and it's a lot to deal with here on AMFM247.com. And uh, so, so Darren, what, what, what is... What, Take me through the process of making that music video. Oh, yeah, the video. Um, that one, it's uh, kind of fascinating because it looks um, like it's really foggy and stuff. And it is because I'm using a green screen for most of it, but I have a real fogger. I have a fan going. And so uh, I also added some layers behind it. So it's, it's one of those things where I, I totally self-produced it. Um so, you know, I'm like the cameraman and the catering and all that stuff. <laughs> and then I take the, the video and I just, like, export it, uh, not without getting too technical, but I just had to do multiple layers to get that look. Um, and then, you know, a couple of other sort of B-roll things with my guitar. And, and uh, yeah, but it's, it's, it's one of those other ways to be creative that I really enjoy. I didn't know I would like making videos. I, I think I like the editing more than actually being in the video, but... Yeah, it's, it's still creative. It's a, it's a lot of fun. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, you know, that that is, you know, I'm a video guy. I love hearing the um, the video making process. So so did you do this with uh, with like Final Cut or Adobe Premiere? How, 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 did, how did you bring this thing to life? Uh, iMovie. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> yeah. Just freaking simple-ass um, iMovie. <laughs> You bet, yeah. And, you know, the funny thing is, I, is I'm still learning. There, You know, every now and then I'll just, like, be on YouTube, ser- you know, searching for tips and tricks. And YouTube University, man. It is the, be- it, it is yeah. the best thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But you have to know what you're typing. You have to kind of know what you're asking for sometimes, or you get lost in a sea of... But occasionally I'll stumble upon something that just inspires me. I'm like, oh, I never even thought of doing that. But, you know, as, as musicians nowadays, I mean, there's not a lot of money, and you still want to put something out, even if it's a video that you shot on your phone and it cost you $12, uh, you know, for a room rental or something. I mean, really, your fans want something. You know, they, they're not waiting for perfection. They just want to see you and, and hear your music. So um, I'd rather do it that way and do it myself and make sure they get something. Yeah. That is fantastic. It is Darren Michael Boyd. He's with us today here on our big program. So um, with this music video, it it is it is kind of jarring at the beginning because it, is that a frog or an alligator's eye that you that you have there? <laughs> that is a giant toad. His name is Toadosaurus Rex. I'm actually That's looking a at giant right toad. He's looking back at me, and yeah, he's in a couple of videos. <laughs> He's in a couple videos. That's awesome. <laughs> so, uh, so is he your toad or is he somebody's toad he or who's who's toad no, is he's he? Mine. Yeah, he's mine. All all of the the critters and all of my videos. If you anybody skims through my videos, you'll see a lot of of animals just making appearances. Just making random things. appearances um, in your videos. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah, people are like, what's with the toad? And it's like, well, you remembered it, right? That's right. That's right. (laughs) Darren Michael Boyd with us today. He joins us live here on our big broadcast. And uh, he is is on Spotify. He's on all the 
the various platforms. Where, where, where do you get most of your music airplay from? That's a good question. Streaming, uh, and you know, I, I, it's like you have to be everywhere all at once. And I don't mean like your music everywhere. I mean, you have to have eyes everywhere. Some people are like really into their analytics and stuff. And it's like, man, I'd be a better musician if I spent more time working on music and less time messing around trying to promote it on Instagram and stuff. Um, so to be honest, I'm not really sure. I think mostly Spotify. Um, and I still sell CDs. I, I move probably more CDs than I do digital copies of my, my albums. That's fantastic. Um, I like to, I yeah, always like I to always hear that. promotions going on, so that helps too. I always, I always like to hear the fact that uh, people are still hawking CDs and still making it work. So uh, that yeah, well, when you think about it, there's not like even cars and stuff now don't even have CD players. I don't think, uh, but it's like merch. It really is. It's it, you know, CDs aren't just music; they're merchandise. People want a piece of something, you know, from your show or from the artist. Well, fairly recently, I had um a jazz musician on and he was talking about how he is uh making you know vinyl and selling vinyl people are buying the shit out of vinyl (laughs) so i'm glad that i'm glad that collectors that you're making it work with with the cd thing um so what what is what does it take you as far as your videos? What 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 does it take you as far as turnaround time? Um, I've done some that are like you mean to to record them and yeah, to them record them, get them up, all, all the stuff. Well, sometimes it's taken you know a, a couple of weeks because I'll shoot over two weekends or something like that. Um, usually that's because I'll go back and look at the footage and not be happy or something and want to redo it. Um, but most of the time it's not that long. Like it can take me a few days and that's because I get obsessed. So I'll be there like, you know, the sun coming up, my eyes are like bloodshot. I'm still looking at the screen going, why am I doing this? Um, but then there's the other side where I've done a couple of those videos. I've actually shot, you know, in the day, went and edited them and they're up the the same day pretty much um that doesn't happen often but occasionally i just kind of go i want to do something that's just the height of laziness just to get something up there that's awesome and ghost notes actually yeah go the one that i was just mentioning that i put up three weeks ago um that is really personal and really chilling and kind of eerie and i'm not in it at all but i i edited and put that thing up in like i think less than two hours oh really yeah but it's it's not exactly a i mean it's almost as close as a to being a lyric video for a song without any vocals <laughs> it could be but it, it yeah, it's pretty still pretty eerie to watch well we are going to do this we are actually going to play ghost notes uh oh, cool. so uh we're going to place Darren on a brief hold here on the telephone. When we come back, we will have more. Right now, it's Ghost Notes. Writing's and not it's that easy. Here on our big program, if uh, 
you want to get a hold of our program, you can do it uh, over there at 990 WBOB in Rhode Island. Right now, it's Ghost Notes, and it's here on AMFX 247.com. That is Ghost Notes, and it's here on your big program. And we bring Darren Michael Boyd back in with us here on our big show. And uh, so, Darren, where, where where do you see your music career going for you, my friend? What 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 are some of the different things you have lined up? Well, um, what I I'm looking forward to is actually playing live shows again. Uh, hopefully have a few on on the line for this summer. Nothing confirmed yet, but it's looking good. Uh, yeah, working on a new album, which should be out in the fall. Uh, hopefully another video or two in the meantime, just to keep things interesting. And, yeah, I mean, the future, I would love to see some of this stuff 
end up in, you know, soundtracks and stuff in movies and, and, uh, you know, but that just seems like a, an obvious thing with this kind of stuff, but uh, we'll see. <laughs> so, uh, how do people get in touch with you on social media, the websites, all these things? DarrenBoyd.com, that's the best place to go, but you can find me on Instagram, Darren Michael Boyd. Can't miss me. Um, I think I have a Twitter account, but I don't use it very often. Um, and on Facebook, I have a Facebook group called Darren Michael Boyd's Little Toes, and that's probably the best place to communicate with me and see what's new, because I do have a Facebook page, but uh, I don't use it all that much because it seems like nobody sees anything I post, but the group is very active, so that's the place to check things out. And, of course, YouTube. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, Darren, I appreciate you making time for us today. Thanks for coming Thank on you. our big program and chatting with us, and uh, we look Anytime. forward to talking to you soon. Thank you, sir. Oh, Thank you so much. Anytime. Have yourself a wonderful day. Thank you, Darren. There he goes. That is Darren Michael Boyd. And we are going to take a brief timeout here on AMFM247.com. And uh, uh, I think we've got our next guest coming up here in just a few. We will see what happens. Well, I'm Ivy Minks, an adult content creator. Um, I go on many platforms from Chatterbait, Pornhub, OnlyFans, etc. But most importantly, I'll be attending Exotica Chicago very, very soon. That is awesome, and that is part of the reason why we have you with us today. You are going to be part of the Exotica Expo. So uh, is this your first expo, or have you been to some of these expos before? This will be my fourth. I started attending last year because of the break during COVID. We couldn't go to any, so when they restarted, I believe it was their 10th anniversary they had last year, or 15th yes. anniversary. Um but, yeah, that was my first one. And so I'm coming back to Chicago again for my fourth round. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So um, when do you typically get into these expos? Because, like, last year we decided to show up for whatever freaking reason on a Friday, the day of. And uh, I'm not making that mistake again. We are going to get in on Thursday this year. But yeah, since since you are since it. you are a talent and and part of the festivities, uh, what is your schedule like? Well, I also arrive usually the day before to settle in, just decompress, and then it takes pretty much all morning to get ready. And usually, you go collaborate with a couple models in between that time when you first get there, just to get some photo shoots out of the way and stuff, and then just game on for the rest of the weekend. Uh, we get to the convention probably around, I think it's four o'clock on Fridays. And then it's ladies free Friday too. So there's usually more women attending the convention typically. Uh, so you have more walking populace. And so it's pretty exciting for that too. I can see pretty ladies, but um, yeah. And from there onward, I mean, it's after parties and then another day of streaming, which starts a little bit earlier and then after parties and then Sundays, another, another day of streaming. And then furthermore, you have a dinner. Uh, to attend, at least Chatterbait models do. Um, and I mean, it's constant, nonstop. I recommend if you're going to go, pick one day if you're not interested in like going to seminars because you kind of can see it all in the day. Although it's good to go all days if you have like tons of interest to see 
specific models and you want to talk to each one every day, you might not get to see every single one. Um, but yeah, no, it's worth the experience for sure, at least to attend once. Well, it is a uh, great guest with us today. Uh, Ivy Minx is with us uh, here on our broadcast. So how, how do people get in touch with you online? Honestly, I like to joke that I'm Googleable. Um, I awesome. often stream again, but I am really active and replying pretty much everywhere that I exist. Wow. Oh, that, is, I mean, <laughs> that, that is awesome. So um, you have some interesting videos. Um, you have a tw- you have a tweet that you put up, which is fantastic of a uh, it's like a TikTok thing. It's like a strip talk thing. <laughs> yep. How in the fuck did you make this? <laughs> well, you still create a genius. This is great. If you make TikToks, you learn about transitions. And so I just kind of took my witty knowledge of transitions and applied it to a more, I guess, pornographic scape. And it turned out really well for me in the end. <laughs> I, I just, uh, I will have to say that. Uh, it's magic. I love the fact that, um, that people are being taught uh, transitions and all sorts of things in media and it took chinese tiktok to get it to to, to, to get it done uh because you know, it's little i can't life, right? stand watching some of these youtube people where they have their quick cuts all the time and i'm like what is that it's a lot some people take up to an hour or more to film one 10 second video over tiktok it's insane but it's worth it so uh where do you find your most of your success? Hmm. I don't know. I feel like you talk about like a website in particular, because honestly, I think it's with an authenticity. The fact that I'm constantly striving to be this weird, true person, and it shows through with whatever I do, and also being broad in the horizons that I choose to do. So I'm not limiting myself to one platform, but I'm just kind of jumping into all of them a little bit. And producing whatever content I can that I find interesting, like balloon fetish or who knows, saran wrap bondage. There's all kinds of odd things. Saran wrap bondage. I have never I'm heard of saran kidding. wrap bondage. I have bondage. so much. I have industrial packing colored saran wrap spools for this specific purpose. My boyfriend thinks it's atrocious. Saran <laughs> wrap bondage. Yeah. It's a thing. That is awesome. I did not know <laughs> no, that right? this, this was anything. <laughs> you don't have to know how to tie or nothing. It's like rope, but just less effort. Just, 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 good to go. <laughs> Package wrapper cutie. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. So, um, how did you end up doing all this and getting involved with being uh, in in the webcam industry and everything? <laughs> I mean, I kind of always had an interest in it. I just didn't know how to pursue it until I started doing research on like Google and whatnot, looking up sexyjobs.com and digging into that and watching interviews on YouTube of other entertainers. Um, I just kind of dabbled my way into a little bit of studio work and then some photography and I went on to Pornhub and well then I realized I might have a chance at this because I had a viral video within my first month of trying of posting. I didn't even realize OnlyFans existed at that time. I was just like, oh, well, I jerked off on Pornhub, so I'm going to post my videos to Pornhub. And uh, <laughs> from there, I kind of kept learning things and kept meeting people. I met a lot of different uh, talent at a local BDSM club that I was attending back in the day. And uh, from there, I actually got the chance to collaborate with other models and furthermore, meet more models from that model. And that kind of just kind of pushed me 
in the direction to where I am today. It's been three, almost three years now. <laughs> so I started when I was 18, clueless, and now I just turned 21. So I might have a little longer to go, I'd imagine. MILFs are in, so I'm, I'm promised. <laughs> <laughs> so when you go to these expos, do you take like an entourage with you or is it just you? Usually it's me and a group of friends. I don't ever tend when I don't know someone. They're like, I know at least like one person pretty well. And I'm like, okay, I can like book with you and stay in the room with you or whatever. Um, oop, that's my cat. Jinx. Hey, that's um, awesome. I, I, I usually, I usually have Peter here as a, uh, as, 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 as a producer, but he is off. Uh, he is manning the, 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 went the uh, news desk right now i think she knows exactly when i'm working like she's very aware of when i'm online or when i'm doing something important and has to be like right there but uh, yeah i usually go with the model or this time i'm actually going with my more recent cam partner trent tamer so we'll be at the booth together but normally i would be at the booth by myself or like nearby other models when you stream with chatterbait they kind of have like 20 to 40 other entertainers that they uh will sponsor to go and you get to interact and talk to them while you're at the convention as well there's other cam models from different companies and then there's like the porn star booths and stuff so it's kind of like a little little groups they're all kind of grouped together (laughs) (laughs) so besides the um the webcamming and everything what else do you do i do a lot of content creation and photography uh i've modeled for more like not magazines per se but magazine style photography and i saw those photos to different publishers uh i've done like i said the niche content creation i have worked in pro content creation although i prefer to actually just work with the talent and do a content trade than to sign for a pro company after i mean i signed before nothing wrong with that per se but i like to own it i like to know it's mine and that i worked really hard and I ate that ass very good, and I should have the rights to that video at some point. That'd be great. And so that's kind of how I pursue my <laughs> content productions. I do a lot of my own editing. If, well, not a lot. All of my own editing. So all those fun little transitions we were talking about and the fun little popping in the slides and graphics on the screen. I actually taught myself how to code doing this. Uh, when I first started sex work, I had no idea how to do any technical stuff. And from now, I can pretty much make anything happen if I desire it. It's kind of nice. So do you do Final Cut Pro or are you Adobe or what, what, what are you using? I use uh, Movii Video Editor and then I have a splice editor on my phone just in case I want to do something very quickly. Uh, it kind of takes some gifts. I do a little bit of Photoshop as well, but not for my own imagery. It's for more of my graphic design stuff because I work on clothing with my partner. <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome try to tell, find multiple paths tell me about the clothing stuff that you well have. it's called stuck in oblivion it's uh, a new clothing brand it just dropped today i believe we're about to drop the website here in a few hours uh it's an alternative line there are some images of me that are kind of distorted and edgy uh it's more appeal to like a gothic male audience but there are definitely some more non-binary and feminine appeals to it very edgy so it's definitely up my alley <laughs> You know, you if if, if you're going to be doing goth stuff and, oh, and yeah. all this all this freaky deaky craziness, I need to get you in with Michael Nagy. Um, oh yeah, you would be perfect with Michael Nagy. <laughs> that sounds, definitely, I don't uh, know. I need to get Nagy's all into like these industrial bands and going to goth clubs and Ooh. vampire clubs. He's always telling vampires. he's always telling me that if I end up at Exotica in New Jersey at some point 
that uh, I usually tell him, well, if I'm going to be coming to New Jersey, we're going to go to Exotica. Well, he always has all these plans to go rock climbing and see abandoned castles and uh, go to vampire clubs and, and, and all these vampire bands and all these things. And I'm like, if I'm coming to New Jersey, it's going to be to go to Exotica. It's not going to be doing any of this other nonsense. You would be you would be perfect to be uh, interviewed by Michael Nagy because uh just all the goth stuff he, oh he, yeah i think we'd vibe he'd you vibe. you you are you are kind of a michael naggy perv magnet i will have to say Ooh, so i take as a compliment <laughs> <laughs> so um besides the 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 webcaming and the streaming are you into all this anime stuff you look like you're an anime person yeah, I'm guilty. I mean, I mean, oh kind of like God. body pillow right there from Seven Deadly Sins, Daddy Bon, as I say. Um, I I would say I got I was more into reading manga when I was in high school, and then I watched anime as an adult. So I didn't really watch like Sailor Moon and stuff, although I adore it. It's very aesthetic. I'm more into like the lewd comedic anime. Uh, <laughs> I really have been good, I have been trying to get. Uh, the lovely and talented Britannia to kind of educate me on this whole uh, anime stuff. She's into all this anime nonsense. All this, all these Japanese people talking. Deep. These Japanese people talking to each other, and then she just I do laughs. Watch, like dub most of the time, so it's English for me. Most some people say that if you watch dubbed anime, you're taking away from like the emotion because in Japanese it just sounds a lot more intense and better, which is true. But I'm too impatient and lazy to read the subtitles in bed, so I kind of have to listen to the English version. Uh, but they don't line up with the subtitles anyway, so. Eh. <laughs> well, she watches things like uh, One Piece and some of these oh, yeah. things. I'm like, what is this? I like um, <laughs> Cowboy Bebop quite a bit. You know, you know what is funny about that is that I remember in high school I used to watch cowboy bebop and then when i got with britney i'm like cowboy bebop she goes i don't even know what the hell that is i did a fave valentine cosplay i love it so so what 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 do you think of the live action cowboy bebop that's on netflix is it crap because i've heard a lot of people say i haven't watched it i'm scared i'm gonna hate it i don't want to talk shit the entire way through i'm just like ah no you can't do live action on anime. Typically when they try to recreate something that was not even traditionally American or even if there's just not human, it's odd. So Disney can do it, but I don't think they can afford that. <laughs> so, okay. Um, what is that? There's some anime that we I'm trying to remember what the hell this was. We had to go to this. And I didn't think this was that big of a deal. We went to a comic con a few years ago. <laughs> and I didn't think it was that big of a deal that this anime stuff, I'm like, okay, this anime, it's not a big deal. I, I see people, I hear people, all this stuff. That's my Bill O'Reilly impression. That's my Bill O'Reilly impression. I see people, I hear people. <laughs> the tide goes in, the tide goes out. You can't explain it. Um, but um, the, the thing that I'm trying to figure out is we went to this, panel we were supposed to go to this panel discussion um for this like i don't know what the hell it was some anime deal and it was like there was literally twenty thousand people at this conference or this panel discussion was it the actual person talking it was all these voice actors that were from the from the oh yeah 
And I'm like, why are they all here? To- <laughs> what is this? She's always watching things like Slice of Life. What What the hell is that? A Slice of Life. It's sli- awesome. <laughs> my uh, so, 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 something about my my next door my my next door neighbor was an alien or my neighbor was a cat or all, all these Toldra? weird. Toldra? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> the big giant gray one. I I just. It's like a Studio Ghibli. A Studio Ghibli. I can't pronounce it, but yeah, Studio Studio Ghibli production. That maybe. Yeah. And there's supposedly this anime out there that has five million episodes or some sort of deal. It's infinite. <laughs> what? What? Why? I just don't understand why. <laughs> this is. I feel like the fans get emotionally attached to the episodes and the. I guess the producers can't bear to end it for them because there'd be too much of a riot for the sake that it's over. And they know they can keep producing it because people will keep watching it. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a lovely gimmick of things. It, it is. But I'm glad they do that because I wish there were more like Breaking Bad episodes, for instance. Although they're still producing and they're still working. Like for uh, Better Call Saul, that is. I'm waiting patiently. <laughs> <laughs> So, do you have any tattoos or, or piercings? I noticed the nose yeah. piercing. Uh, I do have. I have my entire like thigh, pretty much like upper thigh tattooed. It's a work in progress. It's a cover up of a cover up of a cover up, but it looks pretty good now. Uh, and I have some small little ones around on my arm. Some that I did myself, but they actually still look pretty good, nonetheless. I'm not. I'm not bad at it. Not recommended either, though. Uh, and then, yeah, most of them are just tiny little arm ones. I got one that says smile on the inside of my arm with a smiley face instead of the I and L. Because, you know, it's important to remind you to do it. It's very cheesy and cliche, but it's a matching tattoo. Um, some little astrology things, but <laughs> mostly just ditzy girly tattoos. I have one on my collarbone. It's, like, really tiny. I don't know. Oh, there it is. It's just dots. My constellation. It's just dots. Again, astrology girly things. <laughs> so okay so you're into astrology so now, now 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 we're getting into ross long territory are, are you are you oh. one of these are you one of these people that uh has to like hide under the bed during uh what is it retrograde that's it <laughs> i don't hide but i definitely know it. i'm like oh it's retrograde but i'm not obnoxious about it but i definitely like yeah i might be one of those people <laughs> there there are times that i will not have you know I'll, it won't be that big of a deal to me and then he'll call me and he'll make comments about well mercury retrograde or whatever oh yeah and then things fall apart oh yeah and i'm like you know i've like, gone for like a it. year and a half without having to deal with this <laughs> and my life just kept going the world kept spinning but then ross long calls me and says mercury retrograde and everything falls yeah. apart I love that. Yeah, I've actually been studying astrology for going on, I'd say, 12 years. Like, I've had a long interest in it. Um, still digging deeper. There's so much you can learn with it. But uh, very fancy to it. <laughs> <laughs> so you do the anime thing. You do the goth thing. Mercury retrograde and all this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what, what, what do you think of uh, just the world around us? I think the world around us is what we make it. Perception is reality. So whatever you perceive your reality to be, if you are 
constantly pessimistic or optimistic is kind of the results you'll receive. So I don't know. I think if you go into each day with a new opportunity and a better positive mindset, all as cliche as that sounds, it's as simple as just getting up. But if you get up and do the first thing, it's kind of easy to do the second thing. And some people say do the hardest thing first and then it's all the way, you know, concepts. But um, the world around us isn't perfect. It's never going to be. But all we can do is try to perfect what we can within the environments that are given to us. So what's right in front of you? What can you control? Wow. <laughs> That's what they say. You, I you like the control what you can when nothing else is controllable or manage what you can when nothing else is manageable per se. I don't know. <laughs> hey, that's that's fantastic. You you just hit that on the head. I'm also a bit of a TED talker. I joke when I'm doing my streams on TED every I'll be like doing my thing and then I'm starting to talk about philosophy in the middle of it and it's 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 kind of a great form of edging, but you don't expect it to happen. <laughs> that's awesome. So, I also educate through the boners. People are more receptive to entertaining or accepting knowledge when uh, they're already in a, I guess, receiving state. <laughs> <laughs> so you are you are quite the little perv magnet, I will have to say. Oh yeah, that very is, much so. Uh, I'm five foot one. I'm a tiny bratty minx. <laughs> <laughs> so when when you do your um, your streaming and all your different things that you do do you do this by yourself or do you have people who who participate in the fun oh i mean i collaborate with others i definitely do streams on myself as well i have my partner who lives with me he streams with me every now and again whenever i want to drag him on there he does also work a real job so i can't drag him on too often Uh, and i just got done collaborating with daphne madison and alice rivers they left like two days ago i think um, they're both other Chatterbait models, and then part of that was Maddie Avalon, and part of that was Nami Echo. So I like to say I collaborate at least once or twice a month, uh, if not more. <laughs> I like to have friends, but I also like to do my own thing. That's keeps awesome. me uh, keeps me going to have other people with you. It makes the shows more entertaining, and you get to learn more from the people you're working with and how they do it. And so, if you like similar techniques, you can also share yours and strategize on how you both can better produce content. Uh, and so not only is it a collaboration in the essence of you working together, but you're also learning and sharing with each other in that time too. So what do you use as far as your equipment, as far as your setup, your, your cameras and some of the different <laughs> things that you do? I have a Sony ZV-1 camera that I have I'm turned into like a webcam setup with the driver setup or driver downloads. Then I have a Yeti blue microphone, uh, I need to get a new computer slash a PC, but I'm currently using a pretty old MacBook, but it does work with Ethernet extensions. And I do record my streams to like a Samsung hard drive. So I have like a, a terabyte of memory on there. And it's just, it's a lot. There's a lot of cords. There's a lot of monitors. Um, but ultimately the equipment's very nice and it gets the job done. I went from having like internal built-in microphones and a, what was it? Logitech Rio to the Sony and the Yeti. <laughs> wow. I like it a lot. I can stream up to 4K. I'm about to move into that. Now that I have the Ethernet extension and a slightly better Wi-Fi router, I can jump to that new quality. Hopefully, fingers crossed. I've been playing with it, but I haven't actually tested it yet. That's awesome. We have got <laughs> a, a great guest with us today. She joins us live here on our big broadcast. And... um 
So uh, you're you're into all the all the usual stuff that, that you would be um, into. Are you into pot? Am I into what? Pot, marijuana. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Four twenty, yeah. Blazes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I, 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 I say like pottery or like because I have like uh, a garden and so like potting, like soil, pot. Yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. If anything, it's the best medicine this green earth can give you. That's awesome. So uh, your your turn ons, according to your um, Pornhub page. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, plastic wrap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. I think it might be on there. We're, still, we're still doing the plastic wrap. Sex toys. Uh, bondage. What? Why the bondage? What? What? What is? What? What is the big pro thing there? I love bondage there? in every aspect. I mean, I've um, done a lot of rope bondage and like uh, professional. I wouldn't say professional, but kind of professional shibari bottoming, where I'm fully suspended, tied up, and photographed. Also in an under underground scene. I mean, my favorite one that, of course, I don't have any footage of because it was at a club was being saran wrapped and tied to a punching bag, then suspended and beaten, mastered, well, played with by a bunch of different femdoms, blindfolded. It was just great. It was a wonderful experience. And they told me they'd never seen that done before. So to do something that had not been done at a BSM club is kind of impressive. At 18. <laughs> the more you know. The more you know, but, yeah, that's right. Bondage is just exciting. I like the ideas of, especially with saran wrap bondage, like, I can't actually touch you. Like, I can't penetrate you. You can't penetrate me either. But I can still do a lot. I can still cause an orgasm. I can still, you know, have my way and have fun with consent and, of course, uh, risk awareness to the play. Because there is risk awareness involved with that. You can get sweaty. You know, there's a balanced method involved to make sure they're stabilized so you can do it efficiently, but also still in a fun manner. Uh, I, I definitely have a strong ethics sense when it comes to any sort of BDSM that I practice, whether it be femdom, fendom, bondage, topping, et cetera, any form, uh, due to some lovely friends I met in the community. So being able to rack and then fries and then, of course, you know, what was it called? Safe, sane, consensual, usual module. And then rack is risk-aware, uh, informed, enthusiastic, and or engaged uh, kink. So being enthusiastic or engaged can depend on your take so a sex worker might not be enthusiastic but they will be engaged if they're consenting and aware uh which is a new method they changed it used to be enthusiastic and i think i said fries is freely given informed consent yeah but the more you know there's tons of knowledge out there i recommend fetlife.com if you need some deeper forums to read that's one that i have a lot of betting in if you want to see my deeper kink profile list i have an account in there too so you can see even more about what i might like <laughs> it's getting pretty litty like it's it's there <laughs> litter than a titty well you will have to keep in touch with me on the way up to this exotica thing because we definitely oh, yeah. have to do something with you at exotica yes um, for sure. <laughs> Because I am trying to put together, and I don't know if this is even going to be possible. <laughs> but you mentioned that you were going to be traveling with the whole with with a couple different people. Mm-hmm. I am trying to put together on Thursday evening a radio show because I'm bringing all my mobile gear, mm-hmm. and I've got all my crazy. We've got Big Will coming and. <laughs> Lily Craven and all, all these all these people. Maybe Flex Reed. We, we've got all sorts of different people coming. Um, and I would love to do something with you and your, you know, 
your people, your entourage. <laughs> my homies. So, so you let me know as as we get closer oh, yeah. uh, to where you guys are going to be. Uh, I'm sure I'm not going to be staying at the host hotel because Brittany is entirely too cheap. But um, <laughs> we will be we will be bringing the gear. So I would like to do something with you guys uh, that evening. Um, and I know Lily will want to do an episode of Jiggy and the Whore, so um, Ooh, we will. She is like right up my alley. I don't know. She is such. She is. She is so strange. I love it. I love she it. She is so strange. <laughs> but um, I appreciate you making time for us today. Thanks for coming on, mm-hmm. chatting with us. This has been fun. I hope to do this again. And uh, I'm definitely gonna try to get you linked up with the with the with the great Michael Nagy because I think you would be perfect to chat with 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 Nagy, especially once he starts talking to you about bondage and all this other craziness. Oh yeah, so um, splendidly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, before we let you go, how do people get in touch with you online and social media and all that? It's best way to find me is just go to IVYMINXXX.com, IVMINX.com, or you can just look up goth teen, goth or emo, whatever, on Pornhub. I pop up pretty quickly, <laughs> immediately, David. Um, but no, Google me if it's that easy. Pretty much everywhere is going to be the same thing. Ivy Minx, three X's. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Ivy, you have been fantastic. I look forward to doing this again and uh, have yourself a wonderful, wonderful Sunday. Thank you, my friend. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Appreciate it, my friend. There she goes, the fantastic Ivy Minx. We are going to take a time out. We got more coming up on the other side. They give you that when you go to the dentist. (laughs) I can't say all that other stuff. Gosh. Gosh. (laughs) So. My COVID bra. Hold on. You've got your doll, your 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 Dollar Tree bra there. No, it's a COVID bra, man. It's and a I COVID bra. COVID that's mask. it. I made it into a bra. You took a mask and made it into a bra. Yeah, it looked like a, I don't know, it looked like a skirt for your face. So I thought it would look <laughs> like a my- skirt for your face. That's what Good they made. God in heaven. So, uh. Okay, we were we were in the middle of talking earlier, and then the power went out, and I lost you and Brittany. <laughs> yeah, you thought We know you did. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, they're talking about what I'll. They're 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 talking about all sorts of things. So so go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I don't know. I'm still lingering on the cocaine in uh, Chicago. At Exotic <laughs> Go, going to Chicago and doing cocaine. Well, are you we know. Do uh, titties or what? what I do doing? know a couple porn stars that uh, that that are into the cocoa in you. So maybe they might have some. I'm just joking. 
Gosh, not they really. Have, they might have Coke available out there in Vegas. By the way, is is there a dog in your car? That is that is not a dog. That's my BFF. That is McLovin. McLovin. Okay? He's, He's super bad. That's why I tagged old dude on my Instagram when he was talking about, look, it's McLovin, the actual actor from Superbad. My dog is really a ladies' man, you know, from, he thinks he's from Hawaii. We got him that fake ID. (laughs) Oh, my God, this is precious. (laughs) This is. Say hi. Look at that. He, he's coming to Exotica. He's coming? Is he a therapy dog? Well, I mean, no, but, you know, May, he's three, so I can legally, breed, breed, you know, I mean, I can, he can be, breed, you know, breed when he's three. So I was thinking, why not throw in, you know, his job, right? Give him some advertising. Woof, 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 woof. Uh, McLovin Stud Service. <laughs> McLovin, what? Stud service, yeah. Stud service. He's the diamond stud. Right, baby. Carve you up, as the great Scott Hall would say. Almost, you know, he went, he doesn't like to swim. He can, you know, their breed has two coats. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Uh, But he he prefers to kayak. So cute. So. He's so cute. At seven months, he was like 119 pounds, and he kayaked in the middle of the night. Mama was drunk. Across from the house, the neighbors, because <laughs> I had a, I met my neighbors for the first time after two years. I had paddled up and said, hey, I need to go check on my dog. And I went and checked on my dog, and I brought him back. He had glow sticks in his collar, a belt tied around to it. I said, come on. Get on my lap. He sat on my lap. They're like, do you need a push? I'm doing the hooch scooch trying to get off the dock, you know, off the sand there. Got out there. Two o'clock morning, you know, we're going to bring him up, okay? My husband and my son's hollering, Mom, Lena. Then it dawned on me. I have a 119-pound dog, and I'm pushing 200 Okay, on a kayak that only holds 230 out in the middle of a lake I never told you this and I said stop meet me at the island they're like what I said I meet me at the island oh shit that's all I hear from way over across the other side of the lake yeah meet me at the island we made it to the island, and then the next morning when it was daytime, and he saw the geese and everything, I almost did drowned. So I said, go for it, man. And he jumped off the kayak, and he was like, oh, this is deep. And he learned how to real quick, and he went to the side, and then he walked up the side and met me at the dock over there by the car. That's awesome. But, yeah. So, I mean, you know, hello, baby. This is my ride or die right here. So, so you've got, wow. My partner in crime. This is amazing. That's right. Woo, woo. 
He's the only one that loves me. Nobody else loves me. Oh, people love you. Nobody loves me. I think nah, you're great. Not, you know, that shit crazy. You know it. I know it. We I think know you're it. fantastic. Uh, you know. You know, um, a couple weeks ago. I fantastic. You got to do it how you normally say it. Fantastic. A <laughs> couple weeks ago, Brittany went out and got a massage from Cluck the Clown's uh, girlfriend, I guess you would call her. Wife, I don't know. She had never gotten a massage before, and she was telling me, she's like, I don't know what this is going to be like. And afterwards, she's like, this was the coolest thing. I have to do this once a month. Oh, Brittany, you got to get a hot stone, honey. If you've never... Oh, man. You'll be... <laughs> oh, my God. I'm a massage therapist. I know. That's why I brought it up. That's why I brought it up. So, I, you know, you only, I did that for like 12 years. You only have an eight-year lifespan on your hands. So, why do you think I have these on, like, my thumb pad from Trigger Point Therapy? No happy endings were given. <laughs> Trust me. I'm not. No happy but endings were given. My <laughs> You know, I probably need that old lady surgery on my hands, but I don't like surgery, so... You need an old lady surgery on your hands. You know, like the old ladies that used to, you know, work the farm and everything with their hands and shit all the time. Like, I'm up here where it gets cold. I'm like this, and actually, it's really hot today, but my hands are cold. <laughs> I don't have gloves on. My hands are cold. Oh, Lena, the bunny. I I'll tell you if you can ma if you make it to Chicago, this will be wow, quite the deal. <laughs> You're right? going to be bringing the you will have I can make it around here on just my looks. I mean, I can make it to Chicago. So, and then I have to go to New York. I got that kind of New York state of mind. Here in the New York, I can't sing. I can't quit my day job. Be back there in the New York minute. What's going on, Brian Adams? <laughs> I'm just saying, I can't sing. I was trying to. I love that song though. So, what is the plan moving forward? Are you? There's never a plan. It's just always. <laughs> I just wonder what the heck you're doing out there in in Seattle. I'm not in Seattle, or, you know. I'm in Olympia again. Today. Olympia, Washington. That's it. I'm gonna I'm gonna take over the world, like I always tell you. Right, I'm like brain and uh, what's his name? Pinky, Pinky and the brain. Pinky and the brain. Yes. What are your plans for later? to take over the world. Well, why not? <laughs> That's I have ultimate power. No, I just Come think on. I just think it's great that you have is it McLovin? Is that his name? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, McLovin. He misses his dad, though. He really does. His dad don't care. That shit. But on a lighter note, keep on the sunny side. The sunny side. Of you life. could. You could end up being Red like. Could end up being like my cousin and just move to Florida. I absolutely hate the South, and I hate. <laughs> I hate the South. That's great, dude. I don't like to sweat. No, this white girl <laughs> don't like to sweat. <laughs> I hate the South. Remember me in Kansas? Why I can't sweat, dude. I you, the AC better be kicking. I am not driving no vehicle with no AC. Can't live in no house up here. You don't need AC. You got the ocean breeze. It's cold. You got the ocean breeze. <laughs> I mean, me and McLovin's went to the ocean. We went to um. Yeah, that was last week, and we went to, he wants to go to the island where, where daddy should be, but we got to go see Nana for Easter, so we'll, I know, so we'll probably go out there and um, let him run on the beach and chase the seagulls and uh, probably throw up some crabs or something. Throw up some crab. crabs. Yeah. Because you can just, like, pick them up off the ground. Well. They got, you want me to grab you some? I did have uh, from the little port over here in Olympia. We went one day, and my whole goal was to find some. And this crow told me where they were at. Somebody had stuck some by a, a log where the water had came up and then went back down. But they were, you know, the, what do you call it? The sand dollars. Sand dollars. They're alive when they're in the water, you know, and then if they get up on you, then they're like, but they kind of like sucker to you to the hole. But then when they dry out, they die. Whatever. You know, the ones that people paint like down in uh, St. Augustine, Florida and all that. I've been down there visiting when I was younger, but it's hot. I don't. I don't like the heat. <laughs> Who's he trying to kill? Uh, we got some other. He just wants to say hi. See, there's some other one. Oh, he's beautiful. What is that? Hi. <laughs> hey, that's like famous. You just never know Look what's going to happen here. You're on KJugsRadio.com. Just to let you know. <laughs> Oh, this is fantastic. I know, McLovin. He's just like, hey, that's my homie. What's up over there? Yeah, that's why. He's right. So we're at the lake. This is Capitol Lake. Can you see it? I I can. And we may be joined by a guest here in just a few. Oh. <laughs> let, let me do oh, this. Lord. She is going to call me on a Skype link. So I'm going to hang up with you here and I'm going to call you right back. Okay. Okay, I'm going to take him out so he can potty, and then we'll answer hey, that's down fine. here. On the- I'll just call you right okay, back. I'll call you right back there, my friend. And uh, wow, heck of a deal. So we are going to... 
We're going to be getting a call from Eva Darling. Here, if you Eva Darling, 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 Eva Darling, Darling. She is going to be with us here in a few. She is she is not the gorgeous Afro, but uh, she's Eva Darling, 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 Darling. Oh, it's just, it's, it's so strange. Um, uh, and we will see what happens here with, with Eva Darling, 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 Darling. Darling, 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 darling. I don't know. We will see what happens here. We're going to go to our guest. We're going to join the call, as they say, and we are going to see if we can get our guest in here. Look at that. I think we have her. Can you hear me? I can hear you, and I can see you. You you are fantastic. This is great. Okay, good. Glad you can hear me. We have got a great guest joining us today here on our big broadcast. Eva Darling is with us. Eva, welcome to the program. How are you, my friend? Good. How are you? Thanks for having me. So, you are quite the little perv magnet, so congratulations (laughs) on that. Um, So, you're going to be going uh, all over the damn place. You're going to be at Exotica in Chicago here very soon. Tell me a little bit about what you'll be doing in Chicago. Um, I will be broadcasting from the Chatterbait booth, um, hanging out, meeting fans, meeting other cameras, just having a good old time. Hopefully filming some content. We'll see. That's awesome. That's awesome. We have got a great guest with us today. She joins us live as live can get. Eva Darling is with us. And, uh, like I said, you are you are quite the little perv magnet. How did you get started in the uh, in the adult entertainment industry? Because uh, you look like you are perfect for the adult entertainment industry, my friend. Well, it's a weird story. Uh, about five years ago, I had a boyfriend, and he was a, a perv, <laughs> and he wanted to uh, basically cam online and i was 21 i was like sure why not who cares i don't i don't care if people see us have sex why not and um and then i found out that talking to people online was actually really cool and so i've been a camera for five years now and that's how i got started (laughs) that's awesome that's awesome we have got a great guest with us today eva darling is with us she joins us here on our big broadcast and um you just recently got back from jamaica Yes, yes. <laughs> tell, tell, me about, tell me about Jamaica. Jamaica was fantastic. I got stuck by a jellyfish, um, but it was absolutely amazing. I went with two other cam couples, um, so we got to film a little bit while we were there, uh, but we went and did a whole bunch of fun, crazy stuff. It was, it was awesome getting to know my fellow cameras a lot better. That's awesome. That's awesome. So Eva Darling is with us. She is going to be part of Exotica. It is going to be in Chicago here very, very soon. In fact, like three weeks away, two or three weeks away. 
Yeah, it's the 29th. Yes. So what is what is your typical exotica schedule like? Like when do you get in to Rosemont, Illinois and, and, and all these things? So I like to arrive at all of the uh, events a day prior um, or a day earlier and then I stay a day later. Um, just to kind of get settled in, there's always a lot going on. There's a lot to plan out all the outfits and what we're going to be doing. And you get to end up setting up times with a lot of people to do content or just have fun shows. So I like to get there a day early, get everything settled in and, uh, basically go from there. That's great. That's great. So, um, what, what has been the reception to your, uh, content online? Cause, you are quite the perv magnet. People love it. People love it. It depends. I mean, there's there's so many different uh, kinks out there that it really just depends on who you are. So as a camera or anybody who creates content like at home, we always are trying to find different niches. So, you know, I'm doing a foot video because there's a lot of people who like feet um, doing videos pertaining to other stuff. Like recently, I just uh, did a pegging video. Um <laughs> And I know that everybody's into this pegging stuff all of a sudden. I don't know what the hell that's all about, but (laughs) it was an interesting thing to film for sure. Uh, I definitely enjoyed myself. I got to let a little bit of my dominant side come out. So (laughs) it was awesome. So, uh, what, what is your, where, where, where is the best spot for people to see your content and buy your content? Chatterbait. I upload all of my videos to Chatterbait, um, so you can find them in my bio. Um, that's the number one spot, uh, but I also do have a many vids. That's awesome. Eva Darling is with us today. She is going to be part of Exotica. It is going to be April 29th and May 1st, through May 1st, in Chicago. And uh, she is going to be at the Chatterbait area. So I've talked to a few of the cam girls in the past about chatterbait is it as crazy to get a spot in the booth at chatterbait as i've heard in the past so that's why we get there early um any model who's (laughs) ever been to any of these things you have to get there early um not only if you want to get some of the merch but also to get a good spot they usually reserve about four so tables for like the core models that they pay to come out um, but everybody else is there on their own dime, so you got to get in and get a good spot. So we always get there as early as they let us. So you also do TikTok. Um, yes, I recent. This is recent. That's recent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I'm terrible. So why why jump into the world of TikTok? Um. Well, I figured, I don't know, it's another way to reach people um, in more of like a friendly demeanor um, than a sexual one. Uh, A lot of people, like when they go to like my Instagram or my Twitter, it's very sexual. So I think TikTok's more of a fun kind of way to reach out to a different type of people. That's awesome. It is Eva Darling. She's with us today here on our big program. And uh, thanks for joining us here on 990 WBOB in Rhode Island. Also, The Mix on Tuesdays, iHeartRadio, and a few others as well. Eva Darling will be part of Exotica in Chicago, April 29th through May 1st. And um, she is amazing. Um, So tell me a little bit about uh, piercings and tattoos. Do you have any piercings or tattoos? 
I only have my ears pierced. Um, I'm just too scared of needles to do all that other stuff. But I have seven tattoos. Uh, this is one of my most recent ones. Wow. Yeah. Um, Look at that. Yeah, I've got, I've got a lot. I love tattoos. i got a panda over here. we got tattoos all over. <laughs> That's awesome. So... <laughs> So what do the tattoos have any significance or you just wanted to get them? Uh, most of them have some sort of significance. Um, the one that I have on my back is a memorial for my grandmother and great grandmother that recently passed away. Um, the lighthouse is something that helps like me to remember to be the light, but also to find the light in other people. Um, so they all, they all have some sort of significance. I just like pandas. So that's that's the significance of that one, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so your um, cam room, what what is the the setup for that? What 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 do you have in there? Well, here we are. This is my cam room that we're in currently. This is where I work from every night. Uh, we have my Funko Pop collection over here. <laughs> that's awesome. uh, you know nerd for life. Um, this is my wall. Um, has my side obviously but every heart is somebody who tips ten thousand tokens in a single show wow and every star is someone who does five thousand tokens in a single show so we keep that up there to help you know make people more more likely to tip (laughs) (laughs) so talk to me about the importance of the whole tipping situation when it comes to the uh well tipping is how we make our money obviously um but I mean, it just depends on who you are. Some models are more concerned with just tipping. I'm one of the people that, as long as you're talking to me, I'm having a good time. So if, if it's just radio silence and I'm, I can't do that. So I, I really try to push people to have good conversation. I, I spend about six hours online and about five of it is majorly just talking to people. So that's great. You know, the, uh, I know that talking to other cam folks in the past they like live and die by the whole tipping yeah well i mean hey you have to think about it every token is only a nickel so when we're like oh wow really (laughs) yeah so people are like man that that sure does cost a lot it says three thousand tokens for something and you're like yeah but it's it's only like 150 bucks so you know it's it's one of those things you kind of have to trade off and try to remind people like okay there's it's only a nickel per token, guys. Come on. <laughs> so, see, I was not aware of the of the currency value. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, people pay about eight to ten cents for a token, and we always cash them out at five cents. So, yeah. it's very difficult some days. <laughs> so, um, what what have you been able to do to to be able to get people to to get you really high tips when you're when you're camming? Um, well, I mean, it really just depends. Some people like to compete with each other for the highest tipper in the room. Um, they get like little crown emojis next to their names. Um, there's like dancing. Um, and then obviously we always have goals going. So, you know, goals are like take off your shirts, dance naked, do jumping jacks naked. I mean, whatever. Jumping jacks (laughs) naked. Oh yeah. They love the squats. Doing squats naked is their all-time favorite. They're like, yeah, I can do some of that. Really? (laughs) Well, I know years ago, I know years ago when we were filming a, uh, we, 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 we did a reality show with fitness chicks that were competing for a, like, a, a female bodybuilding thing here locally. And 
I was always told by a guy that I used to go to the gym with, he used to say, you know, if you took some of that workout footage and put that on YouTube and turn the AdSense on, you'd be a millionaire because pervs love watching chicks work out. I never thought that was a thing. I, I, I just never understood that. I think it also has something to do with yoga pants. Yoga pants are like oh. godsend for guys. They love them. <laughs> I always refer to those as the butt pants. <laughs> well, that's why. That's, that's why people why. love them. They are butt pants. And and um, camel toe pants, for sure. For, for sure. <laughs> it is Eva Darling. She's with us today here on her broadcast. You can find her on Twitter. Um, she is, she has got one of the most interesting Twitter usernames I've ever seen in my life. How did you come up with this? So it actually, my, my chatterbait name is this and it ends with a Y and somebody tried to steal my Twitter. They tried to make a fake Twitter for me. So that's why my Twitter name, it looks a little different than my actual, uh, chatterbait name. Um, so I don't know how I came up with it. I guess it was just the closest thing that I could get to my real name on, on Chatterbait. So, so I have a, <laughs> just an odd random question. Um, how did the okay. cat end up in the washer? Oh, she just likes to, she's weird. She likes to get away from my dog. So I, I leave, you know, I go out and then I come home and I'm can't find the cat. Like, where's the cat? I finally go to start the laundry and she's just chilling in the washing machine. She just finds it comfortable, I guess. She likes to sit in my dirty clothes basket, my clean clothes basket. She's she likes to be in a container. So That's awesome. <laughs> we have got Eva Darling with us. She is gonna be part of Exotica in Chicago. Uh April twenty ninth through May first. And uh she's gonna be at the Chatterbait area. So uh, have you heard if they're going to have all the weird little screens up this year for the <laughs> the Chatterbait um, booth? Because I know last year when we went to Chicago, it's like everybody was encased in plexiglass. Yeah, they started doing that um, like more aggressively when obviously COVID hit. Yeah. Um, it used to not be as bad. We always have like the main plexiglass up to keep people from trying to touch us. Um, and that's why we also have the ropes up because people will just try to come and grab you. Oh and, like, yeah. You know. I just, that is so strange. Yeah. Well, uh, that's also why they started only selling drinks in the VIP area and not just throughout the entire convention because people would get too drunk and they would reach over and start grabbing all the models. So now you have to ask for permission, but yeah, we are basically in little boxes because we have plexiglass in between us, but that's okay. Cause people use it to stick their dildos on. It's totally fine. So it, it works out. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is the thing I've always wondered with going to these these porn conventions. Why these porn marks think it's okay to just go up and just handle you guys? I, I don't know if it's because... I, I just... A couple years ago, we went to a... Um, Went to a Comic-Con and they had this, uh, this sign-up that said, Cosplay does not mean consent. <laughs> yeah. And, That's so true. I mean, people think because of what we do for a living that we're just 
eager to be grabbed by any random Joe Small, and that's just not the case. That's part of the reason why most cameras are cameras, because we work from home, and the only people that get to touch us are us. <laughs> so, I just, it's so strange <laughs> to me. I, 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 I don't know. Maybe it was I was raised differently. <laughs> I just, I feel like we've, we've all hit a new generation, so yeah, I feel that for sure. <laughs> I just don't understand the whole... We've got to, um, you know, we, we go out to these these conventions and stuff and, and these, you know, like, um, I think I really noticed it a couple years ago with AVN where like Karma RX would put something up on Twitter about, hey, how many guys am I going to knock out this week? And then I find <laughs> I, out. I, I love Karma. She's amazing. Um, but yeah, she's definitely one of those. She's like, don't touch me. Don't. I, I find out <laughs> that apparently get... she just socks guys with right hands at the fucking uh, the fucking porn conventions. Well, she also does like jujitsu. She stuff, does jujitsu so as well. Her. Yes. I would not mess with her. That would be a big no. I <laughs> a few years ago when we had her on the show, she, uh, she was in the process of uh, starting a soap business. She makes yeah, soap. Yeah, yeah. I've actually purchased some of her soap. <laughs> I own awesome. I own her soap. I That's was like, awesome. she's she's making soap. We gotta we gotta come help this out, man. <laughs> <laughs> so um with this with this whole thing at Exotica, um, do you do you get a chance to wander around at the convention or are you or are you stuck at the chatterbait thing the whole time? So that's kind of part of the reason why we like to get there early um, because we can set up everything and then get a, get a chance to just kind of run around and check out where everything's going to be. That way we can be more helpful to people passing by. Um, it's, they like you a lot when you're like, Oh yeah, man, if you need this, it's over there. Cause people always get lost. Um, but yeah, we get plenty of time. I mean, we take breaks, obviously um, they do bring us food and things like that. So we don't have to leave. Um, but I'm one of those people like I, I'm going to go to the VIP booth and get a drink, like <laughs> things like that. And I, it's always fun to like go meet other models and especially porn stars. Um, I recently got to meet uh, Ember Snow at uh, one of the last conventions and she was just the sweetest girl ever. That was a really big mark for me because I've always wanted to meet her. <laughs> My buddy Big Will last year got to meet Tiny, Tiny Texas or whatever the hell her name is. <laughs> Dude, I love he just her thought too. that was the greatest thing in the world. She is the cutest thing in the world. I should <laughs> wrap her up in a little ball. She's adorable. So, my, it's funny, actually, last convention, I got my dad to come. That's awesome. Well, my mom's a cam model, too, in case you didn't know that. Oh, really? I did not know this. That is awesome. Yeah, so, so she's been coming to conventions with me. She'll be there in Chicago. We're both going to be there. Um, and so, yeah, when we went to DC, my dad came and it was, it was the best thing I could have ever asked for. It was a very epic moment in my life story for sure. <laughs> well, I, I definitely will have to track you down and interview you and your mom at the, uh, at, at the porn convention that, that, that would be would just amazing. That. That would be fantastic. <laughs> well, see, I, I will be there in my Christmas suits because I have Christmas suits that I wear. And then this year I have the I'm gonna be debuting 
And I wish Big Will was with us because I basically stole the idea from 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 Big Will. But Big Will always does these these sunglasses. He does all these weird. He just gets on Amazon and types in cool sunglasses and then buys them. And I have this pair of LED sunglasses that I'm going to be wearing at Exotica. So it will be quite quite the circus. And you'll, you'll be recognizable. Yes. Be able to find you. Yes. Like Christmas suit, weird Christmas glasses. Christmas suits, gotcha. weird glasses. I will have uh, <laughs> the lovely and talented uh, Britannia with me who will be running camera, who will be very angry about my Christmas suits. And then she gets even very more angry, which I don't know why that I had to use that term. Very more angry. What is that? She, she, she gets more angrier. Uh, there you go. Proper English here on the Jiggy Jaguar show. Um, that's that McFerson. I, I used to say that's that McPherson high school education in action, but I don't have anything bad to say about the McPherson, Kansas education system after I have been around people who have been through the Hutchinson, Kansas education system where little girls get to the, get to the, the age of being in sixth grade and still can't read. But um, it's quite the deal here. Be, be, be glad you were educated wherever you were educated and not in central Kansas. In Montana, so. Well, big sky country or whatever the hell they say. Yes, that is. <laughs> Michael Nagy would refer to Montana as a flyover state. I don't know why, but he would. Because you don't want to stop there. Like, unless you're retiring, you just don't want to stop there ever. Fly right over. Just forget about it. Montana. So, are you still in Montana? No, no. I'm in Texas. I live in Texas now. I've been here for about seven years, I believe. So, so you um, got the hell out of Montana went to, and went to Texas. Yeah, my, my mom wanted to live in Montana when we were growing up. So that's where I went to middle school and high school. Um, but I, I left home when I was 16. So I finally was just like, I'm out. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> we have got Eva Darling with us today. She joins us live here on our big broadcast. She is fantastic. And um, so another another thing that, um, like I said, I'm going to have the Christmas suits, the sunglasses. I'll have... Brittany mad that the um, that the suits get over because people love my Christmas suits. I would have porn marks walk up to me and want to get photos with me. I'm like, why? And then I would turn around and look at her and I would go, see, it's over. And then she gets angry. <laughs> so um, we'll have that. I was trying to get Cluck the Clown to come with us. He is a he is a professional wrestling clown, That's and I figured. I figured he would be so over at Exotica because he's got this hand puppet. Although, thank God he's thank God he's not here because he would yell and scream about me being in the closet and a bunch of other things. But um, he has this hand puppet called Gary, and Gary talks. And Gary does all sorts of things. That's so weird. So yeah, scare me. Oh, I just figured he would be so over. Um, a couple years ago, in fact, it was the last AVN before the worldwide pandemic took place. Um, I recruited a macho man, Randy Savage, imp- impersonator to go with us to the AVN. And oh my God, he was so over. 
Porn stars were shoving the marks out of the way to get to in their lines so they could get photos with him. It was. <laughs> it was you haven't been out there, and you've, you've got a good baseline of like what you're doing. People will just eat it up. It's great. It was terribly entertaining. We we ended up doing a video <laughs> where I took him to the. Uh, I had him do some stuff with the the BDSM people, and they had whips and things. Oh, yeah. It was, it was oh, yeah. quite the quite the deal. So what, when when you are at Exotica, do you ever go to the dungeon? I do not. Um, I would rather be locking people in a dungeon than being in the dungeon myself. So, um, <laughs> no. The dungeon. no, I definitely don't do that. <laughs> I do go watch though. I, I like to people watch. So I'll go, I'll go stand over there and watch all these people that are coming to visit and they, they're getting put in a cage or onto the, the whipping board and the joy on their face is just I love it. I absolutely love it. <laughs> we used to do a thing where Brittany would take me to the dungeon and I would get beat up once a year. And <laughs> we didn't do that last year for whatever reason. And thank God. So hopefully that trend does not return this year at Exotica. But um, I appreciate you making time for us today. This has been fantastic. I'm glad we were able to get this done finally. And yes. um I definitely will want to talk to you and anybody else that you've got in your uh, in your entourage at Exotica. So, oh yeah, well, when you've been doing this for five years, you know a lot of people. So, if you want any, any introduction? You just let me know. Well, at some stage of the game, and that may end up being Friday evening. Um, I'm assuming Friday evening you're going to be at the booth at the, the Chatterbait booth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I probably will end up doing is just sending you a Twitter DM to tell you when we are when we are there. And I want to start with you and then I want to interview every single one of these Chatterbait people that I can get my hands on. <laughs> I want to make Friday night Chatterbait night if at all possible, so. You're going to end up with some interesting characters. So. Oh, I bet I do. I bet I do. I'll have my green Santa suit on, so it will be all sorts of fun. But um, before we let you go, how do people buy your content and uh, support what you're doing there, my friend? Um, the best thing would be to do is either just go to my Twitter. My Twitter has all of my links on it. Um, or if you just go to Chatterbait, I'm usually on the front page. So however, however you want to find me. That's, That's awesome. Okay. That's awesome. Well, you are great. I'm looking forward to this, and I will see you in Chicago, my friend. Awesome, Sauce. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Appreciate it. Thank you. There she goes. That is Eva Darling. She is fantastic, and uh, she is quite the little perf magnet, I will have to say. So, We are going to take a brief time out here. I'm going to get reset. And when we come back, we're going to go back to the bunny. Okay, let's do this. Let's go back to the bunny. She is going to join us back again. I got a caller on the old uh, deal here. What is going on here? How come I can't call her on Skype? 
Oh my God, it's giving me all sorts of problems. So let's do this. Quit Skype. <laughs> Just quit Skype. Just quit it. I'll come back in. We'll come back in. God, what a mess. Why can't technology just work? <laughs> That's what I always say. Why can't technology just work? That's what I want to know. I just want to know why technology just can't work. Why can't it just work? That's that's all I want to know. That's all I want to know. That's all I want to know. I just want to know why technology just can't work. Okay. Let's go back to the bunny. And then I'm going to go get the... Uh... What the hell? What the hell is the deal? There we are. This one guy looks like Jackson Galaxy, the cat guy. Okay, so... um. There's the cat guy. The cat guy, Jackson Galaxy. Do you not know who Jackson Galaxy is? Okay, let's do this. Um, okay. What is this? Oh, Lord, you're recording. I don't know who these people... I'm not recording anything. <laughs> what? Oh. What the hell's going on here? What are these people doing? Okay, let's do this. Let's see if I can find our next victim. We'll see if... I was going to go out, but I had to plug in. You were going to go out, but you had to plug in. So, yeah. let me see if I can find Lisa Love. I don't know if Lisa Love... There's Lisa Love. Cool. We chatted with her, apparently. Apparently, we chatted with her 14 days ago, according to the old... Uh, according to the old Skip Skype. The skype rooney <laughs> I don't know. Lisa Love was supposed to be on with us. But I don't know where she is. We can't hear us. We can't hear her. Well, she's nowhere to be found. It says she's there. Well, it's trying to call her. It's trying to call her. Okay. Yeah, we'll do this. We'll just remove her from the call. Screw it. <laughs> we'll just take her out of the call. That'll work. So. Yes. You're on a campground. Is that where you're at? No. Um, at the. It's like where everybody. Around Capitol Lake. Capitol you know, Lake. The state capital. On the hill over there. Capitol Lake. Yeah, you could. If I was all fat and fat, yeah, I'd get out and show you. But you know, uh, no, I gotta be plugged in, or said it was gonna die. Before the end of the call, I'll get out and show you. Though, um, you can see the state capitol building over yonder, and it, there's like a 
pathway that walks all the way around it. Of course, you know, there's, uh, you know, people like me, uh, I don't do it. I'm in the truck, but, or wherever, you know, cause I'm like Mexican. I'll find a way. <laughs> She's like a Mexican. She'll find a way. Well, no, I mean, I was quoting Snow, you know. She's like, I'm the product and the dealer. I mean, you know, Mexicans, they don't find a way. So, what? Wow. <laughs> Wait, um, but there are homeless people that sleep, you know, wherever they can along the way. Uh, you know, so. <laughs> so... Expressions. So, Gosh, so, what happened to the husband? Is he still I around? Like three weeks ago. Yeah, I don't even want to. I don't know. I reported him missing and stuff, but you know, it is what it is. So, either he don't want to be around me, or um, you know, I don't know. He's on his walkabout. And either I'll get papers or I'll have to file. I mean, shit, generally I have to file, so I've always paid for it. Well, you know. Because my ass is just made of money. I mean, ass, ass, uh, Fingers McGee, the best bass player in Wichita, uh, Ray Galvin. I used to bend over and change would fall out. So, I mean, come on. That's a true story. This one time at band camp? No. But this one time in Wichita, seriously, every time I was around him, I'd bend over and money would be falling out. So it happens. It always flows to me. I told you I'm on that kayak and, uh, you know, I don't have to do anything. It's I wasn't born with no silver spoon or anything, but I just put real love out there and that's you know, eventually, I ain't got real love back. I mean, my dog, I got McLovin, so yeah, I guess I do got real love. I got kids, I got grandkids, all that. And um, But they don't need batshit Nana around, you know. They need mo money Nana, and right now, mo money is broke. Money Nana. <laughs> you know, but um, I am very rich in my love and my beliefs and I love everybody. I just don't like people. I just don't like people. You have to be that certain kind of person. I mean, you know, I like and love you, Jig. It's all good. Uh, You be hating on me sometimes, I know. (laughs) I don't hate on you. You're great. It's good, though. I mean, it's good because you point out the shit that I need to know. So... And those are the ones that you got to love, and you love them even more when they point out that shit. I'm trying to get these braids out of my hair. My hair hurts. Trying <laughs> to get the braids out of my hair. Uh, so, Lisa well, Love was gone. What were you, I mean, what was you chatting with Lisa about? I was trying to get Lisa on the show. Oh, and she's nowhere to be found, so. Gosh darn it. Well, but, Lisa, we um, as we wrap uh, up, because the show's almost over, my friend, 
Um, yeah. I will, I guess, talk to you. Uh, well, I won't talk to you next week because next week is Easter. Right, and I'll be busy hiding them eggs so nobody knows I've been fucking I will be. I will be somewhere doing something with some eggs, I guess. I don't know. Um, so I will talk to you a week before Exotica. Okay. And the then show, you can call me anytime. Well, yeah. Or, well, yeah. Not just for the show. <laughs> not just for the show. <laughs> well, I I want to know when when I when the power went out. I want to know what you and Brittany talked about. No, that's what I, I want to know. Gone. As soon as everybody, it was gone. It was just. Oh, uh, okay. Because I was trying to figure out how that works with Skype. If when I drop out, if you guys are still connected, but no, oh, you're connected through me. So when I drop, everybody's gone. Yeah, except for when you just like um. Oh, I always like to hear people putting me over and telling me how great I am. When you because I am an egomaniac. When you put us on, um, like I don't know, you go to a commercial, then it's there. But I didn't hear nobody on there. I'm an egomaniac. That's what I've been told. He just hung up on us. That's what I said. I said that's what I've been told. I've been told (laughs) I'm an egomaniac. No, that's me. That's me. (laughs) Well, uh, well, Bunny, sweetest person ever, James. I will, uh, I will talk to you sometime this week, and then I will talk to you officially on the show in two okay. weeks after Easter. Oh, get her some uh, chalk markers for Easter. I'm gonna as soon as I'm done with the show here. I'm gonna call Brittany, and we're gonna go get Crystal some chalk markers. Hug both of them for me. <laughs> I will. I will. Th- thank you, Bunny. I'll talk to you soon. Have a good Easter. All right, you too. Bye. All right, later. There she goes, the bunny, the fantastic bunny. Wow, what a deal. Her husband just vanished on her. Wow, what a deal. Thanks for joining us on YouTube. Thanks for joining us on oh, the Facebook and Twitch. If that's a thing. Neil Pert. This man, Neil Pert. This man. I don't know who Neil Pert is. Is Neil Pert the guy from Led Zeppelin? Was it's Tiki Jaguar. Oh, boy, it is. Welcome back to it. It is the big broadcast. 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. Archived audio on our website, JiggyJaguar.com. iHeartRadio as well. Yes, on iHeartRadio. Think about it. I've got to talk to you about something that happened Friday evening in Wichita, Kansas, of all places, at Interest Bank Arena. There was an event held. It was called Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship 23. Yes, BKFC 23 in Wichita, Kansas, which, by the way, was a great event. The Interest Bank Arena folks treated us fantastic, which I was super shocked. However, the people putting on the event uh, did not. <laughs> so we've got to get into this. But um, 
thanks to our friends at Blue Chew. This segment is, of course, brought to you by our friends at Blue Chew. Go to BlueChew.com. If you need a little bit more confidence in or out of the gym or in or out of the bedroom, go to BlueChew.com. Type in that promo code J-I-G-G-Y for free shipping on your first order of Blue Shoe. That is amazing. They're basically just going to give it to you for free. (laughs) Put our product code in and you can get that. Okay, let's go to what happened. We we have covered the Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship since it began. Um, so there's that. It's been around for at least 23 events or more, according to last night, if you're looking at math. Of course, I'm not Asian or good with math, so either way. But here's here's the deal. We were given press passes last evening. On two or three separate occasions, we have done backstage interviews. Not a big deal. So last night, everyone was given the same press passes. There was there was several media. There was, uh, I believe, the, the Wichita Eagle might have been there. They never go backstage. They just, what they do is they come in, they film a couple clips. They do a couple little things. They write a couple things down and they leave. They're not there. They're not long. Ourself, uh, Bare Knuckle News, I don't know who these people are, and something called the Mission Accomplished Bare Knuckle Fighting and MMA Podcast were there. Okay, so we sat up in the back, as we always do, to do interviews. Not a big deal. We're given press passes. Everyone has the same press passes. So then <laughs> it gets fun. Now, I've already spoken to the folks that run their app and that run some of their, you know, their 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 backstage stuff, the bare knuckle folks. They said, go ahead, set up, not a big deal. I saw Nate Shook. He said, that's fine, whatever. I saw all sorts of different people. Then I start to get worried because security starts watching me like a hawk. Now, not the, not the event security from the building, the actual personal security that are part of Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship. So then they come up to me at one point and they go, are you a Susan Singari? And I go, ha! No, I'm a little bit more professional and organized than she is. What can I do for you? So they look at my pass and they go, well, you've got the same pass that everybody else does. I said, yes, yes. What what can I do for you? They said, well, you got to take that stuff down in the back. You can't be set up in the back. I said, okay. So I moved. I moved right across from the bare knuckle news folks. I was then told by several people, hey, as long as you're out of the way, we don't care. So then a second security guy comes up to me later and he says, hey, you got to take your stuff down. You can't be back here. And I said, well, which, which is very interesting. Britannia, our, our, our camera person, goes, we all have the same passes because she saw the, the Mission Accomplished podcast guy. 
She saw uh, Bare Knuckle News. She saw everybody. She goes, everybody's got the same passes. Well, of course, Bare Knuckle News, they overheard this, and they had to make a bunch of nasty, shitty comments, which I don't care about them. I don't even really know who they are. They're on YouTube or something. I, I don't know what their deal is. I could get into it with, I know what their deal is, but we won't get into that here. So, then, we're told to move everything. Well, I, I start to notice that there's a guy, the guy who has the Mission Accomplished podcast, is going back and forth down the hallway here at the event. And I'm like, okay, well, this is kind of odd. Um, uh, well, whatever, whatever. I, do, I don't care. I don't care. So I get ready. <laughs> I get ready to take our step down and go back to the media table. I'm then told by one of the security guys, he's like, well... Who gave you permission to be back here? And I said, well, the PR guy, Bernie. He gave us the press passes. So I immediately dial up Bernie. And he said, well, I need you to have Bernie call me. (laughs) Oh, I know what's coming. So then at a certain point, I get a hold of Bernie. Bernie acts like he has no clue what is going on because he's not here. As a press person working the event, he's not here, but that's fine. Usually they have a contact person on site for all the big events. We won't get into that here. So I then get back in touch with um, these folks. Well, at one point they come up to me and they go, well, you got to get your stuff and go to the media table or you're going to be booted from the building. And I said, really? I get to go home early? That's awesome. That's awesome. I get to go home early. I could watch all this on the app. Okay. (laughs) So Bernie then calls me back and says, hey, you probably ought to stick to ringside. Go to your media section. You can find the fighters, bring them to the table, and do the media interviews there. Soon as they're done, go get them, bring them out. So I start to do that, and we managed to get two great interviews that way. Then at one point, I go up to the back to do this. Security from the building meets me at the door, and they go, sorry, we can't let you back here. And I said, you've seen me all night. And they go, I'm just doing my job. So now we're being told we can't be back there, even though everybody has the same media passes. (laughs) So next up, I at one point go backstage. I somehow get backstage. I'm told by one of the security guys that I need to either beat it or I'm going to be thrown out of the building. And this is coming courtesy of the president of the company, David Feldman. And I, and they said, you want me to get Dave over here? I said, yes, get Dave over here. I would love to see Dave leave the middle of an event to come deal with some stupid bullshit nonsense like this. 
I would love it. So he's texting him. Now, he, of course, is not going to come over there because he's running an event. So he finally gets back with me. This guy, the security guy, he goes, dude, I, I'm just doing my job. I said, I get it. I get it. So I leave. Well, as I leave, I happen to see, I'm also being told by someone back there that everybody back there is licensed. You've got to be licensed to be back here. So I find it odd that this exists. Footage of the rugged beauty, Crystal Pittman, making her way to the squared circle in the back that's being filmed by the Mission Accomplished podcast. Oh, also, look there, as you can clearly see. We'll back it up a little bit. There's a camera guy. There's a light guy. There's a bunch of people. There's a guy holding a microphone. I can guarantee you not all of them are licensed to be backstage at this event. (laughs) They just didn't want us backstage. For whatever reason or another, they chose to single us out. iHeartRadio. A syndicated radio program that covers bare knuckle. We were scheduled. We were singled out. As you can clearly see, security is not throwing any of these guys out. And the guys with the cameras are still there and the whole nine yards. Now, you might be thinking, well, this is an isolated incident. This has got to be an isolated incident. Oh, look at this. (laughs) Look at this. It's Tony Loco Soto coming to the cage. A ring, whatever. And he has being followed by Michael Hanonald, I think is how you pronounce the gentleman's name, from Mission Accomplished Podcast. Look at that. So, here's the situation. I completely understand what's going on here. Bare Knuckle News has some weird deal that they've worked out with Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship. That's fine. If that's the case, don't give us press passes or allow us backstage. And don't give this gentleman with mission accomplished. Press passes. And let him backstage. Oh, by the way, not just once, not just twice. But there's a third video of him walking Mike Richmond to the cage or following him to the ring or whatever the hell it is. I don't care what you do, but if we're going to let one group have the whole thing let them have the whole thing because i've been around many events professional wrestling events mma events where someone has what they call a media exclusive 
let them have a media exclusive. Don't issue press passes. Or if you issue press passes, let everybody play on the same same field. Because if everybody has to be licensed and everybody has to be, everybody's press passes are not the same, then the guy that is standing behind there, Crystal Pittman with the microphone, and the guys here coming around the corner with the cameras and the lights, they should be forced to be at ringside, much like I was forced to be at ringside. And that's fine. I don't care. And obviously, I'm probably never going to cover another bare-knuckle event ever. They're never going to issue press passes ever again to me. Um, Because they know that I'll call them out on their bullshit again. However, after Dave Rickles lost last night, I don't really think that they will probably do another event in the state of Kansas. And I love Isaac Doolittle, but he ain't going to sell no tickets. And they know this. And I love Jessica, but they're not going to be able to, they're not going to be able to sell as many tickets with just them on the show. You're going to have to put Dave on the show and you're going to have to give Dave a tomato can or a job guy to get the people in the building. Because if you give Dave a challenge and Dave gets beat again, you're not going to be able to come back to Kansas. It's just, it's booking 101. Anyone will tell you this. I had this conversation with Dave Rickles one time at an at a MMA event, and he said, dude, we sell tickets based upon the local fighters. Yeah, sometimes you give them a, lo- you give them a challenge. But he said, most of the time, you don't. But here's the deal. I just had to share this. (laughs) We thank everybody for tuning in. Get us on our app or go to iHeartRadio and get our app over there. We are going to take a brief time out here on our big program. And we have got more coming up on the other side. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.